0: This episode is brought to you by BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. You just pay $5 shipping. Coming up on TMS, which Kennedy from MTV was downtown Julie Brown?
1: Two and a half hundred-year-olds.
0: Lady Flask of Creamer.
1: There are four impeachments. I don't like political parties. Legally Blonde Three: The Search for Spock.
0: Squishy resting face. Move away from home to develop tentacles. You're okay until you pee brown.
1: You can't say Dorcas without Melorkas. Can I get that dollar seventy in quarters? <laughs> the robot dumps the rice into the thing. Oh, man, you really honed that I in.
0: channeled it, didn't I? Wow. Deckard Kane lives upstairs. Lay a trunk and walk away. A little science with Bobby.
1: Storming the castle with Wendy and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Hey, Mac, what's it got there? Chick auto home power shave. Brand new, just out. Plugs right into the cigarette lighter.
0: And watch it go, a He-Man shaper that shaves full time.
2: can anybody tell me what can I do with these
3: ladybugs?
4: The Morning Stream,
0: rambling goes in, podcast comes out. You can't explain that. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to TMS. It's uh, the morning stream for Thursday, January 14th, 2021. I'm Scott Johnson. He's Brian Ibbitt. Hi. Hello and happy Thursday to you. Thanks, man. I'm uh, I'm drinking a warm drink out of my It's a Frap mug here. Warm and,
1: drink. Uh, I drink a cold drink. I drink a salty drink.
0: <laughs> I drink a sweet drink. It's a little chilly in here today because it's supposed to be yeah. in the 40s, 50s, and we didn't want to have the heater just blaring away, so we kind of let it not be on all night and as a result it's a little chilly in the office gotta get get a a
1: hoodie on, drink warm beverage I'm drinking mm -hmm. out of the same Ember mug that has basically made the entirety of my coffee cup collection air quotes for those who are listening to the podcast yeah Um uh, unnecessary. Although Tina still uses them. Do you have tonight.
0: like, it's like there's like a cupboard up there that's just full of them and you just don't use yeah,
1: them. Yeah, it's full of them. Actually, I take that back because at night I'll have tea. Yeah. And, um, and so I'll use those. Yeah, and so you keep I the
0: ember business downstairs where you have access yeah. to the heater yeah. part of it, right? Okay. That makes sense. I look got my
1: e- coffee cup. I got my my uh, got lady flask. Drink. Oh, look at your lady oh, flask. My, yeah. Creamer. yeah. This is my lady flask of creamer. Uh-huh. Wait, does this that is really stay... Does it say refrigerated really or what? sold in Bed Bath and Beyond as a lady flask.
0: <laughs> what, so hold on. Do you
1: refrigerate it or what do you do with it? Yeah, I refrigerate it, okay. but it's also like a thermos inside. Oh, gotcha. So it last all day. You can kind of tell by listening. Nice. And then I've got um, you know, my actual um, thermal carafe of coffee. Yeah, and there you go. So
0: Brian is uh, once again. You'll
1: hear me uh, pour myself more and more cups as the day goes by. Once again, proving
0: that none of us know how to drink coffee except Brian.
1: I don't know if I do. No, I just, not. I just apparently drink a lot of coffee. Probably more than I, more than I should.
0: And you're okay until you pee brown. If you start peeing brown, you're in trouble. Yeah. So don't yeah. watch out for that. I
1: mean, your filters. Oh, I poop broken. yellow, though, is that a problem? <laughs> nah, it's okay. <laughs> I poop a frappuccino. Is that an issue, Scott? That's Normal. Totally. Not too much coffee. Is nah, that a just
0: too much information? That's all.
3: It's fine.
0: <laughs> Hey, uh, I got a thing to tell you about. Yeah. Here, uh, uh-huh. check this out. So, yesterday I was doing the math and um, realized that okay, in the history of this is not. Uh, I'm not about to go political, but I am going to discuss things that happen in the political world briefly. Okay.
1: Okay. All right.
0: In the history of this country, what are we? Two hundred and There's no
1: way. Any of this can go wrong. So no, I'm, I'm sure I'm all it'll be fine. Fully on board. <laughs> so how many, how old's the st- how old are we? This country of ours. Hold on uh 1776 uh so we're 200 and 45 no, years they're right 240, almost 250 somewhere in that yeah, range. almost 250 yeah of course is 244 so which isn't that's a close. lot that's two
0: 100 old dudes and a 50 year old like it's not really that much <laughs>
1: Right. Yes, you know what I mean. Like somebody, <laughs> I, I like that you. It's basically you measure, uh, you measure time. Yeah. Like some people measure the distance to the moon. It's if you if you put this person's life from end to end, it would be two hundred year old guys and a fifty year old guy.
0: Right. So if you look at it from that perspective, there was a hundred year old guy. He lived and died, and the day he died, a, a baby was born. This is all yeah. true, by the way. It's literally yeah, yeah, yeah. happened. Somebody yeah. was born. They lived a hundred years. Died, sure. and on that day, a guy who's 45 today was born. So, all you 45 mm-hmm. year olds, pff, you're just three. What are you, third generation? Really, technically, if everyone lived to be
1: 100, that's right. I can't wait till we're five guys years old. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna be a great day. And there'll be peanut shells on the floor.
0: Well, we're gonna eat like kings. So here's the thing. <laughs> I got to thinking about it. We we had a uh, uh, we've had we've had a total now of four. Impeachments in the history of this country. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had one for Andrew Johnson. Some people always some people confuse mm-hmm. it with Andrew Jackson. That was not correct.
3: Right, Andrew, okay, Andrew Johnson,
0: Johnson was uh, impeached for he actually gave a guy a job without somebody's approval. It was a pretty low bar mm-hmm. then. Um, <laughs> wow. Anyway, that so that was <laughs> one pretty- of them pretty innocuous you know it's like <laughs> yeah it was real small i mean there were some sure. other charges of like abuse of power or something but none of that stuff stuck sure. what they got him on was that so that was your first one and then your second one jump all the way forward to to bill bill uh billary clinton
1: billary clinton yeah right?
0: old billary clinton there with his well, it depends uh depends
1: on what your definition of is, is.
0: <laughs> he got caught lying to a grand jury about whether or not he gave or uh, he he received... It was on the receiving end of
1: a... It was on the receiving end, yes. ...of a beege. I did not have sexual relations. Oh, yeah, I guess I did. I mean, Sorry. I, did, I guess I did, but I, I guess lied. I guess uh, I did. Not well, inhale. can we define that real quick? that uh, <laughs> was so stupid.
0: What a dumb time in history. All right, so that happened. And that was... He yeah. was impeached but not removed because it didn't make it through the Senate, but it was still an impeachment. Trump did
1: both of those things in his first 10 days. Yeah,
0: <laughs> exactly. So he got a, he got in trouble for lying about a, about a blowy. Okay? Right, right. And then you jump up to here, and we got two in 14 months for Donald John Trump. Right, uh, right. We won't get into the details there, but here's my point. Three of the four, 75% of all impeachments, I was alive for, and you were alive for.
1: Right. You, you were here. The, I see. In the 200, in the two and a half hundred year olds uh hundred year old people uh, history of this country yeah 75% uh,
0: of its impeachments happened during our lifetime during our
1: lifetime now yes. to make it
0: weirder van the boy the little grandie son that we got here yes yes he <laughs> has been alive 50% of the <laughs> yes he's been alive for 50% of all impeachments two of them happened really before yeah. he turns 2 years old that's just Crazy.
1: That is crazy. Anyway, there's um, the math for you. No, that is nuts. But does it mean? Does it mean that we're going to become more of a um, of a society that that if you're on the other side, whether or not you. Yeah, because I want to I want to phrase this in a way that doesn't make it sound like I'm at all saying that, oh, he didn't do anything wrong. He didn't mean to get that. Mob no, I, I know what you're up. saying. Are you, are you worried that the partisan that
0: it, uh, right, p- like partisan we're litigiousness see, will keep going to see
1: attempts at impeachment for Biden from the from the Republican Party? We're going to see in the next, you know, the next administration, the side that didn't win is going to do everything they can to impeach. And I know I know there's always been two sides. There's always been. Republicans, Democrats, and I know, sure, okay, Independents and Green Party, sure, yeah, but yeah, but really, what I mean, about the Whig Party, Brian? The Whig, <clears throat> the Whigs, God, I can't forget the Whigs. Yeah, but uh, no, I mean, is that is that really just what we're going to see? Is this growing, um, a wall of you're not going to get anything through if the other side has control zero zip, even if even if it might be a good idea you're just not going to get it through because you're the other side and and attempts at impeachment in every administration
0: well the the not get anything through part is already that's that's a fixture that's I mean been that's been yeah, again that's been yeah. if you want to get something through you you either better control more than two branches of government well two uh, or sorry control at least the house and the presidency or at least the senate, the senate and the house and the or something two of the three yes, big ones right Right. Or else you're screwed. But here, here's here's my feeling on what you just said. I think right. we'll actually dial way back on the impeachment stuff. Uh, but I don't see the partisanship stuff. You know, it, that's not going to get any better. I mean, right. not in the near future. I hope it does. I hope there's a whole generation of new leaders that come up that are more interested in figuring out that ways to get stuff
1: done. That are a little bit more... Yeah, maybe centric isn't the word, but that appeal to both sides that's why i think maybe we need uh maybe we just need to like let's erase the whole party system start over and say what's wrong with this let's rebuild it
0: yeah and keep keep in mind parties are not in the constitution it's got nothing to do with anything this is all made up by us we didn't this isn't based on anything so there's nothing in any of those sacred american documents that says there shall be two parties and then a couple of shitty ones outside of it that never win in anything, like the Green Party, will have that. And therefore, man will only ever have two parties, so
1: saith the Lord. It doesn't exist. We right. made parties up, right? The parties.
0: It's are not made the up. Star
1: Trek universe. There are no parties in the Star Trek universe. That's right. The parties then, don't exist. The utopic society that we see Picard running around in. That, or you know, I understand the need to. They're just work. lights. There are no there are no parties.
0: <laughs> parties come from from the need to organize, and I get that. So mm-hmm. just more parties. Like, let's get away from this two-party system because, I don't know, it feels like that would be at least closer to the idea of individualizing it instead of having it being party-based. I don't know. Parties yeah. are weird. Parties yeah. are done. I haven't been to a party since m- uh, March of last year.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're super spreader events, Scott. That's, that's what oh, it is. Oh, is that what they're, they're called, called now?
0: Shoot. All right, well... Yes. Uh, also, oh, hey, we got an email from Robert. We were talking about movies before the show, and we like to do it on the show because Brian and I happen to be big fans of movies. Yes. And you um, got this one from Robert, who says, as someone who was born in 1982, he's talking about, uh, you know, movies that were like about your formative years or whatever.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: He says, my initial answer is Dazed and Confused. Now, he sent this before he heard us talk about Dazed and Confused. He says, which had a resurgence in popularity in my high school years, 1997 to 2000. While it was clearly written about teens in the '70s, <clears throat> us '90s kids really connected with it. I I, I will tell you that twenty uh, somethings in the '90s also connected with it because I, I really latched onto that movie for whatever reason. Uh, the actual clothing styles had come full circle and, and they were relevant again. That's true. You guys dressed like a bunch of dirty '70s people in the '90s. Uh, the movie feeds the false n- uh, nostalgic narrative that the good old days were better than the, than the, they were in reality often popular with angsty teens. <clears throat> A second answer is Empire Records. <clears throat> Excuse me, oh, which hasn't come up yet. We haven't talked about Empire Records. I no, don't think. good
1: old Rex Manning Day. Yeah. Yeah. And that, uh, remind me who's in that. Uh, Liv Tyler. John Cusack um, in that? No, no John Cusack. Uh, I want to say Ethan Embry. Uh Oh, uh, from, uh, Papa Giorgio. Papa Giorgio. um <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, shoot. Who's the guy? Who's like the owner? Not Mentoneg Not not. Um, oh, what's that guy's name? Uh,
0: Robin Tunney.
1: Robin Tunney. Yeah, she's in there. Uh, um, I can't think of
0: anything else. I mean, it's this isn't the one where where uh, uh, Steve Buscemi and and. Uh, <laughs> adam sandler and the other guy all like no oh, that's metal, the not
1: metal heads that's uh what is the airheads <laughs> oh airheads air okay <laughs> yes oh yeah renee zellweger i forgot that actually renee Zell- zellweger uh <laughs> of all the people in this thing who've really gone on to bigger careers uh zellweger is probably the she's the, big the biggest yeah. mm-hmm. why no what am i thinking of with uh airheads no 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 Sandler no no before that Bishop. when
0: I was saying John kuzak what am I thinking of it's oh, a record store. Um,
1: you're thinking of the about uh, about a boy it was the no 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 high fidelity Nick, high fidelity high fidelity yeah ah uh,
0: that was that one I also see is both
1: f- written both of those movies written by Nick Offerman for the Nick Nick, Nick, Frost. It, Nick Hornby Nick Hornby <laughs>
0: I want Nick Frost to be the writer. Now I'm disappointed. <laughs> I
1: do too. Nick me. I've got the books in my bookcase. They're both excellent. Actually, he's he's done a bunch of great books, but no. High Fidelity and uh, About a Boy and just really really good stuff.
0: They had that show briefly High Fidelity on Hulu, mm-hmm. and it would uh, had Zoe yeah. Kravitz so, in it.
1: Lenny Kravitz daughter Zoe Kravitz in yeah, it. Yeah, it was all right. I never saw it, but really, that's why I heard. I heard it was. Yeah. It, was it really got good.
0: canceled because nobody watched it, but. I thought it was all right. I mean, it seemed mm-hmm. it seemed like this was a, like a more true to the book sort of experience. Yeah. Uh, whereas the movie was a little except more... the
1: main character was a uh, was a dude. Oh, in the but, book uh, is he? A, is it a dude? It's it's a dude. Yeah. Mm. In the book.
0: Well, she's great because she was in Mad Max: mm-hmm. Fury Road. One, <laughs> one of the wives of Immortan Joe. So there you have that.
1: <laughs> there you go.
0: Her yes. greatest work is behind her. All right, moving on. Uh, he says, uh, <laughs> he says this. The actual, or, uh, Empire Records, about twenty-somethings may not qualify. Then he said, the chat room is not wrong when they say can't hardly wait, which is a movie I had forgotten about. I think mm-hmm. you ge- give clueless enough, or I think I don't think you give clueless enough credit because it is another perfect answer to your question. Well, that's directed at me, and let me just say this about clueless one more time. Sure, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> If we wanna celebrate airheady girls, go ahead. That's fine. Let's go ahead and just let's have a movie about a dumb girl. That's fun. Let's she's, do
1: that. You know, she's uh Cher wasn't Cher wasn't as much an airhead as much as she had different priorities until about halfway through the movie and mm. then Yeah and then got out of that.
0: That's true. And that is the point of it, right? That's the journey. Yeah yeah there's a maturation there i get it yeah i don't know why that one didn't ring for me it was probably But no
1: i mean because it's because everything you see like if you're if you're shown a clip of clueless it's it's uh um alicia silverstone being kind of doofy it's like the first the first quarter of the movie when she's dressed in that that matching uh tablecloth outfit and she's worried about uh her it's basically the reese witherspoon character from uh
0: legally blonde. I'm glad you said that cuz right this second I was thinking this is the problem. I conflate those two movies. Not that I'd confuse yeah. them with each other, but to me they're in the same vein. Mm-hmm. And I know they're not. They're not, right? They're yeah. they're yeah. not.
1: They're not they're definitely not. Nope. And
0: they're making a new one of those I heard. Is that the truth? Oh, Holy. Really? Uh, legally blonde, I think so. Hold on. Legally blonde 3. Cuz there's been t- Yeah, here it is. 2022. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is happening. Hmm. Uh, Reese Still Witherspoon with Reese. Uh, she's in it Alana Ubach and Jennifer Coolidge I like those so people. Jennifer
1: Coolidge uh, bringing her
0: yeah bringing her along dragging her out again
1: <laughs> Stifler's mom making a, <laughs> making a turn she's she is great I mean I love Jennifer Coolidge and all the Christopher Guest stuff but yeah,
0: she's awesome she is she, she makes me really uncomfortable sometimes though <laughs> I mean, on per, it's it's because she's good at yes, her. Yes, it's her.
1: It's it's like the Rebel Wilson kind of. Oh yeah. Shtick. Yeah, yeah it's
0: very good. She was also uh, for for a Seinfeld reference. She was the uh, massage therapist that Jerry was trying to make her give him massage all the time. And oh, uh, was <laughs> she really? Yeah, oh wow. For, people forget that was Jennifer Coolidge. God, but. I
1: completely forgot that was her. Anyway,
0: that's happening. So uh, look forward to that. Twenty twenty two, you well, guys. I mark, reserve your,
1: your seats now for Legally Blonde three.
0: Yep coming soon.
1: Uh, seats will remain available until showtime.
0: Yep. <laughs> the only downside or the only nervous thing here is the director, Jamie Suck. Did Jamie Suck? Oh my gosh. S-U-K. What? Suck. Maybe oh, it's really? Sook. Okay. i uh-huh. be Sook. I don't know. Maybe Sook. Sook. Sure. They have made one short film and no theatrical films and there is no picture of them and we have no idea who that person is. So good luck no. with that. Alright. Brian. Yeah. Now? Okay. Well, there you go. There you go. Let's do some science today.
1: Yeah. I love this. Yeah. uh, Boy, Thursdays has become the day to like get educated, right? I agree. It's
0: like... Yeah. Almost by accident because I didn't really think about it while Mm -hmm. we were doing it. Like there's Wendy, then there's science.
1: We call it Legitimacy Thursday. Yeah. (laughs) legit.
0: As opposed to the old illegitimate Thursday we used to have, right? Here on the exactly. Show. Yes. All right. Remember here's
1: a, a jury and Wendy. Holy cow! How do I we know?
0: Hear? It's crazy. Here's a sounder for it.
1: I think science is cool. I do
0: too. And so here to help us with a scientific topic of the week is Bobby Franks, who joins us all the way from where he lives. I always want to say you're in California but you're not.
4: You do, but it's South Carolina. Me and me and Dunaway are holding it down in the south trying to keep things. Why do I do a, that? Why you're do a I,
1: California guy in a South Carolina town. I've done this since <laughs>
0: since the ANTP season you were on, since like before that. I yeah, just yeah, for yeah. whatever reason you are in California somewhere in like Van Nuys or something and you live there <laughs> and right you probably weren't shorts because it was 80 today or something. That's all well,
4: that That's I true, have. anyway, because oh. it's South Carolina. But <laughs> that's a good point.
0: Uh, well, you're holding it down, good there. Well done. We need more good South Carolinians, and you're one of them. I don't yeah, know what
3: that yeah. means.
4: <laughs> I have something, uh, something that you might find interesting, like a trivia. You were talking earlier about in the show about. Um, Putting people's lives end to end in the history of the United States. Oh yeah, sure. I just saw a YouTube video, a Vsauce video, um, where he s- he pointed out that Harriet Tubman mm-hmm. was um, alive during both Thomas Jefferson being alive and also Ronald Reagan. Oh wow, that's oh that's a wow, span. that's crazy. Jeez, yeah. Well, so-, so
0: somebody just died today, and they are a hundred today. Mm-hmm. that means they were born in nineteen twenty one right
4: yeah yes so, so far so good so <laughs> <All> so, <right. laughs>
0: so if you think about the things everybody saw if you were born in twenty one the things you saw
5: mm-hmm.
0: from let's say even just ten years old thirty one and forward you it, that's a that's a massive oh, yeah. timeline of progression change technological jumps like that's just a crazy,
1: that's crazy. I mean, we're going to be able to say the same thing. We we saw the birth of the internet. We saw um, mobile phones become, you know, something that was attached to the middle of your car and then taken out and then flipped open, but then now become the, the center of your life and the reason people yeah, fall yeah. off the sides of the Grand Canyon.
4: <laughs> yeah, well, think about it. Like, If you're in your 50s, you've been alive for like 20% of our nation's life. That's just insane to even say oh, those there words. We go.
1: See, that's the way to look at this. That's cool. That's weird.
0: <laughs> but I guess yeah. every... Well, okay, so if you were... F- oh, man, now my brain's going places. <laughs> that's That's just, I don't know. I guess it just has a way of shrinking it all down. Still
1: like calling it yeah. two and a half hundred-year-old men.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I do enjoy that one, yeah. That's not bad. All right. Uh, well,
1: is the new, new uh, show starring Charlie Sheen and John Cryer. There you go.
0: Uh, we're gonna do a story today about uh, something that isn't about COVID vaccines. It isn't about
4: you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, that sort take of a, stuff. Take Instead, we yeah. want to
0: look at cats. Why? Why cats today, Bobby? What's happening?
4: We like looking at cats. Well, you know, you know, I just thought, I guess. We bring it bring it down to earth. I don't know. We've been doing some serious stuff with COVID, and I, we'll have to touch base on that every once in a while, I suppose, because it's our life lately. Um, but uh, but I was looking through, and also science news is pretty hard to find this time of year. Let's be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> mm. um, but uh, but I saw this news report that talked about um, that uh, science a research study that was done on the facial expressions of grumpy cats you know I, I i should say this like a morning show right like hey scott have you heard of a, uh grumpy cats on the internet well hold on a second after we talk about we talked to our weather guy
0: we'll be right back with more about these grumpy cats <laughs> brian have you heard of these I think well, i've heard of it. a grumpy cat are you saying there's more than one well that's the thing right everybody when you say grumpy cat they all think of that one cat that finally died that Carter. uh yeah. Yeah. yeah was so popular or whatever and but, now they got millions yeah of but
4: grumpy cats in in general, uh, there are breeds of cats. They're like flat-faced cats, are often referred to like grumpy breeds of cats. They all have that grumpy-looking face. And mm-hmm. so, um, there was uh, some research that was done looking at the the facial expression of these cats and and looking looking into their ability to communicate with us with facial expressions and and whether or not flat-faced breeds of cats have an impaired ability to do that. So what they did. Was they they took thousands of cat face pictures um, <laughs> that they just sourced on Google Images, and then a bunch of them that that were in like neutral settings, supposedly neutral faces, and then they took a bunch of uh, cat pictures of of cat faces uh, during um, during surgery to have their uteruses removed. Jeez, um. <laughs> were they awake during uh, that? What was the deal with that? I don't. I. I. I think they were anesthetized at some point, but I guess their idea was uh, they're probably going to have a pained face during this surgery. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they they reliably could say like, okay, these cats are in pain. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. these ones are not. Um. They and don't they wanted... have a selection of
1: uh, uh, faces on a piece of paper that they can circle to say, <laughs> all right, how bad is the pain right now? Is it this squished face or this right. squished face? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, So wait, right. so what you're saying to me, because I've never thought of a cat as very expressive anyway. So if there's like my daughter's cat, Deckard Kane, upstairs, whenever he sees me or looks me in the face, I don't know what he wants. I can't tell. There's no difference to me than him saying I'm hungry to I just want to be in here because the dog's around and I want to tease the dog or whatever. I, like I don't know that yeah. I can't tell the difference anyway. And so you're saying these cats are even less expressive than that.
4: Right, so cats are actually very expressive, and even just in their face, it's just that humans uh, have a very hard time interpreting a cat's facial expressions. Mm. There's actually been research done on that particular topic as well. The more um, people who have a lot of um, interaction with a lot of different kinds of cats, so say, like, veterinarians, um, they score pretty well on being able to identify cat facial expressions, but most people cannot do very well at all, but they have like like a dozen different facial expressions that are pretty easily uniquely categorized to express how they're feeling on their face. It's just hard for us to to interpret those.
0: Mm, it's interesting.
4: So these so yeah. these flat face cats are
0: just they're hosed because
4: <laughs> right well the pain <laughs> expression in a cat actually is that kind of like squished uh is kind of a squished like the features of the face kind of go inward toward the middle of the face and then the cheeks go broad out. So basically like the way a flat-faced cat looked. And so what they did was they, they analyzed all these and they found out that the variation between normal cats... And their pained expression normal. I should I shouldn't say. I'm sorry oh, to all the flat faced cats oh, out there. Yeah. The abnormalization. Just because that of cats. cat
1: has squishy resting oh. face doesn't I'm mean sorry. I'm about a- to
4: be I'm about to be canceled right now. I know. <laughs> you can feel it. We got cat lovers, yeah. man. You can feel yeah. it. Um, so the variation between flat face cats, like Persian cats, for example, or non flat faced cats, like like an Egyptian long featured cat. Sure. uh is is much less in the fat flat face cats and and it just means that we have a even harder time um distinguishing or, and being able to tell at least when these cats are in pain but probably their facial expressions in general
0: so I always thought or I thought I heard and I could be wrong but I thought I thought the whole thing with grumpy cat the grumpy cat was that that cat had a form of um I forgot what they called it it may have been like Sort of a someone compared it to like if cats could have Down syndrome or 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 you know a, a condition where uh, your face is in particular is a sign of the thing that you that, that you've got like some chromosomal thing uh, yeah that's that. what that was and that's different though than what you're talking about right that's a whole separate bag of chips well
4: well, grumpy cat's expression was like extreme right it had like the the angry looking eyes and the downturned mouth and stuff like that i I think if i remember correctly that that the grumpy cat had uh feline dwarfism and that caused that that's what it was Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. leave
0: it to me to jump to five other things that weren't the actual thing that's me (laughs) that's what i do here it's very scientific. yeah i mean persians
1: persians have that that Kind of permafrown just because of their the the shortness of their their face, you know.
4: Yeah, it's just smushed, kind of smushed in, mm-hmm. and that. So there's a reason that I wanted to bring this up, and that I think it's important that we talk about it. And right. it's because serious, everyone. <laughs> um, it's because <laughs> I can't hold a straight face. Um, Is because we we give cats a lot of crap for not being emotive like dogs. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and technically the they is, give us a lot of crap as well, but keep going. But <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. But the fact is, we have selectively bred these cats to be the way that they are. So how much of an injustice is it that we selectively breed cats to have harder to read expressions, and then we turn around and give them crap for it, and then I just think we all need to be nicer to cats. Wow, look at that. I hadn't <laughs> thought about that. That's our fault. Solution to the yeah. problem. Yeah, Let's we do Nicer to pets. Cats.
1: All pets
0: are basically like hundreds of years of evolution or maybe thousands of years of uh maybe more than that of evolution and we crammed it all into like 50 years of turning a fox into a freaking dog you know
4: right and it literally it was like oh this cat looks funny let's make more of them (laughs) yes
1: right exactly
4: let's reward them
1: for this behavior and oh all of a sudden it becomes like a uh uh, predisposition because we're 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 kind of training them to do certain things.
0: I get the most right. angry email yesterday. It's funny you're bringing all this up because I have a I have some in laws who breed. I forgot the breed of the dog, but they breed these do- these dogs and they're very expensive, very sought after dogs. I want to mm-hmm. say they go for like three four grand a piece mm-hmm. when they're when wow. they're all done. And they've made two big breeds of it so far. And somebody caught wind on a show. I don't even know what show I mentioned it on. But I mentioned they they do this. All three of our dogs, the three dogs in our house right now, are all rescues. But I mentioned this, and I got the most angry email about breeding. Like, I guess nobody wants breeders now. That's a bad, really, thing, right? Yeah, I guess they're real. They're super pissed. And I think it's because some people, well, these people in particular, were like, "Look, there's there's no shortage of dogs who need homes in in shelters and otherwise, you know, uh, bad situations. So why would you go?" Breed a bunch of dogs and spend three, four thousand dollars on that dog to, you know, instead of doing this, which will save an animal, and instead, you got to have your little fancy animal or whatever. That was kind of their take. And
4: never I never know. I don't know why
0: they're going after me because A, I'm not breeding the dogs, and B, <laughs>
4: I don't know what B is. There's no B. I don't have a B.
1: (laughs) There's no step three. There's no step three. We're two.
4: I I don't know how I feel about breeders in general, but I think that particular argument maybe isn't great. Because, I mean, how else could you have, like, well, you know, don't buy this instead, buy that, because the extra money you're spending could be going to charity. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, it gets messy. It gets messy. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Nobody wants messy. Unless Mm -hmm. you're a cat. All right. (laughs) <laughs> Although then you oh, like it messy. Actually, uh this is another thing about cats that piss me off. Most cats are fine. Whatever. I like cats, they're fine. Uh but Deckard, Deckard Kane, the cat, who lives upstairs, he, unlike every other cat I've ever known, every cat I've known, when they use their litter box, they attempt to bury what they just made. Okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. the point of a litter box, is not just to have a place to do it, but a place to cover it as well. That's why it's loose. Right, right. So, you, Cats are one of only two species on Earth that, that cover their, their poop. Right. And so you would think, given that notoriety of a cat being one of the two species in the world that covers its poop, that this cat would cover its poop. But I'm here to mm-hmm. tell you the Deckard Kane, the cat, does not cover his poop ever. He goes in, lays a, a, a
1: trunk, and then
0: walks away as if someone be, else is going to do it. He's the
1: equivalent of the, the frat boy that calls everybody in to, to check out the size of the dookie he just <laughs> left in the uh, upstairs. Window.
0: I mean, you may not be wrong. There's another kitty in the house right now, temporarily long story, but maybe he wants to show off to that cat. But he will not bury his poo. Meanwhile, I got this. <laughs> spastic freaking uh min pin uh Italian Greyhound mix, Rainer, the female dog who I take outside all the time. And when she peeps or poops, she'll do it and then she'll walk eight feet and then she'll start kicking the ground as if she's yeah. burying it in the wrong direction, five feet right. from where it was. If, if she's got this built in weird broken an uh, initiative, but the cat
4: doesn't? Like what's gone what's wrong with this cat? Is Deckard the, the main coon? Uh yes, it is a main coon. It's funny that you <laughs> bring up Maine coons cuz yeah. in this study they were like the aberrant animal that that did not match any of the other <laughs> correlations in the study. <laughs> so maybe it's not just a cat. in general. Yeah, maybe yeah. they're just not cat like.
0: Maine coons <laughs> are dicks is what i'm saying. That's what we're getting to. <laughs> yeah. And my daughter loves that cat but she says that while it scratches her while she's covering up a poo that he didn't cover like she is she has the patience of job. Is that the right guy? He's the biblical guy that all yeah, the patients, right? Yeah, and
1: he's the one who's known for patients.
3: Yeah.
0: All right. They were all waiting in the waiting room? Just uh, he, he would see so many on a regular That's right. Monday.
3: Exactly,
4: yes. Yeah. <laughs> the waiting room. Yeah. yeah, there you go. The waiting
0: room. Uh, hey, well, this is great. Uh, I would like to hear more science things, and it turns out you have a podcast that does just that. Why don't you tell people what it is and where to get it?
4: Yeah, you can hear me. Every Monday, uh, we... Put out all around science. That's uh, my science podcast. Me and my co-host Mora, we talk about science news and just generally science topics, and it's uh, it's a lot of fun. It's 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 a it's less like the science podcast you get out there, which which kind of like dryly report the science news and and are boring yeah. um, <laughs> and ours is very entertaining and that's why you should be listening to it nice, so. I like it <laughs> throw
0: a little shade on the other science podcasts and promote your own this is the way to do it this is the way I yeah. work Back when I, I start- heard that's
4: how marketing works
0: <laughs> that's when I that's started why. the instance I, I did a lot of talk like that like, yeah, all these other <laughs> shows suck I'm going to make my own and exactly. the rest is history. Yeah. That's
4: kind of what you do with TMS, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Morning yeah, shows suck. to
1: morning uh, radio. Yeah,
0: but we're punching down. No, we're punching up, right? Right, Because the right, right. radio stations are still, you know, big. And so Brian and I are punching up when we say that. We're punching up. So as you.
4: long as you're doing that.
0: Yeah, as long as you're punching up, everything's fine. It's uh, Bobby Franks, everybody. Thanks for <laughs> hanging with us today and we'll see you next week.
4: Thanks, Bobby. Thank you. Bye.
0: I like that segment. It's fun.
1: It is. It's great. It's a it's a It's a cool new uh, addition to the family.: It's a rare Team thing this we
0: family. do on the show is add new content. Mm-hmm. So uh, what we're saying, Bobby, is, you have our addresses, and we require minimum payments.: Just
1: <laughs> tithe. I think we call it a tithe.: Oh
0: is it a tithe? It's, OK? Ten percent of your yes. of your earnings.: All right,
1: yes, let's exactly. get uh, let's get
0: here to this right here.
1: <laughs> we're going
0: to do some news, and it's brought to you by.
1: Yes, Graham McPherson is turning 60, actually turned 60 yesterday, born in Hastings, Sussex, England. But you don't know him as Graham McPherson. You know him as Suggs. He's the lead singer Is telling you about his house in the middle of the street, or it must be love, or his baggy trousers, or one step... Hold on, let's do this right. One step beyond! Anyway. Uh, lead singer of Madness, and to celebrate his 60, uh, 60th birthday, we're going to be celebrating with some covers of and by Madness today on Coverville, 1pm Mountain Time, twitch.tv slash Coverville. Claire
0: Ax has never heard of these songs. That's why you need to be there, because this is like new stuff. What? Be,
1: be you're in the UK and you don't know Madness? They don't, they don't get Madness where they our live in the UK, Brian. In the middle of our street, our, our house, house, that was where we used to sleep. Oh, they, she's saying she's kidding. Okay, good. Oh, she... Okay.
0: All right. Well, that, that'll that teach us. Never read the chat room, I guess.
1: Yeah. That's don't the lesson believe, Don't believe everything the chat room says because you don't know.
0: Nope. You have no idea. All right. Let's move don't, on to this uh, Florida man story. We've had a few of those this week. Florida man. You could argue January's been all about a certain Florida man. <laughs> you could. Uh, also, isn't it illegal to live in your business in Florida? I don't think he can do that. Yeah, I don't know. No, I don't know. We'll get into it. Uh, Florida man accused of setting his own truck on fire to give deputies something to do. <laughs> nice, good, right? You guys look bored. Let me give you something to do. Yeah, what are y'all doing over there? Nothing. How about this?
1: <laughs> you got you got time to lean.
0: You got time to clean. That's right. My mom used to say those words.
1: Yeah, that was uh, Taco Bell. Taco Bell uh, mantra from Jan, the uh, manager in her polyester suit.
0: Yeah, did she? Um, did she? Uh, hmm. Jan. Why is that familiar? Polyester suit and someone named Jan. Why is that? Why is that ringing? Probably, Bell?
1: probably the Brady Bunch. I don't know. <laughs> you know what? Maybe that, that show featured a person named Jan and polyester suits. Marsha, Marcia, Marcia. All
0: right. <clears throat> a Florida man set his own truck aflame. He wanted to give deputies something to do, according to the Okaloosa County Sheriff's Office. Okaloosa? Okaloosa. Sure. Sure. Deputies said they received reports of a loud explosion on Mayor Creek Road. Uh, They found a 2002 Chevrolet Silverado uh, fully engulfed in flames. Let me take this as a reminder to go watch 1984's Silverado. It is a fantastic (laughs) film. Great movie. One of my favorite (laughs) Westerns. Sure. When authorities arrived on the scene, 28-year-old Kevin Murphy. Uh, why is
1: that name familiar? Kevin Murphy. Is that one of uh, uh, uh,
0: uh, Britney Spears' an actor, boyfriend or something? An
1: actor named Kevin Murphy, isn't uh, Kevin Murphy. Why Is, is he, I don't know, Kevin um, Who's the kid who was on uh, Entourage? Was his name Kevin Murphy? The actor?
0: Uh, I don't know. I, don't know. I, don't I never know. watched Entourage. Is that know. bad? Is that be, a thing I, I should go back to, Brian? Did I miss out not seeing Entourage? No. No, okay. I can. Do, that's a thing in time, and it stood for what it was. And that's all, I can just leave it. Mm-hmm. I don't need to. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah, not like can, the Sopranos where them. that's awesome and
1: everyone should see it. It's not that's like right. that. Oh, okay. Kevin Murphy is the uh, voice and puppeteer of Tom Servo on uh, Mystery Science Theater. That's 3000. it. I knew it was that's familiar. Why, that's why you know it. Yep.
3: Oh.
0: Okay. Anyway, mm-hmm. this guy, not that Kevin Murphy, different not Kevin that Murphy. Guy, no, different guy. <laughs> he was placed in handcuffs, and when deputies searched him, they said they found a glass pipe. That was used to smoke methamphetamine. Oh
1: well. Wow. Blue ice. Really, there's a there's a wrinkle to the story I didn't see coming. Weird. So they <laughs> had that in his pocket, had a uh, and a
0: folded up dollar bill with traces of meth in his wallet. So he had a buck on him. <laughs> uh, when questioned, Murphy said he wanted something <clears throat> for the sheriff's office to do, and he wanted to give himself an early Christmas present. So he set his truck on fire. Uh, record show murphy claims he poured gas inside the chevy's cab and then under the truck and then created a trail away from the vehicle to set the fire just like some kind of cartoon oh that's funny because i just did a gif about this chat i'm going to show you guys hold on i just did this yesterday while i was watching looney tunes that's bugs bunny with one of those trails and then he poofs it out there at the end love that yes it's good
1: by the way can i can i tell you why my head went to the kid on entourage of course the actor's name is Kevin Connolly. He played a character named Eric Murphy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he really? Was, he was a Kevin who played a Murphy, which is why. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> why I went there. That's great. I love you that know, kind of if stuff. If there's one reason, if there's two reasons to watch uh, Entourage, mm-hmm. and if neither of these appeal to you, then you can just keep keep skipping it. But um, Jeremy Piven is Ari e. Gold, is uh, uh, one of the great TV characters created. Is uh, he Jer- just, is he
0: just like all the other Jeremy Piven roles or is it a different kind? He's kind,
1: kind of, of a lot like the other Jeremy Piven roles but a lot darker. Okay. All right. And it's the uh it's where you get the first taste of an Aquaman movie directed by James Cameron that never came to be.
0: Is that really? I didn't know this was a yeah. thing.
1: Yeah, there was the the movie within a movie or the the movie within a TV series was uh James Cameron's Aquaman.
0: It's probably some YouTube thing I could look at. I'll easily. Yeah, easily. Maybe I'll do that. Yep. Uh all right, anyway. Yes, uh, back
1: to back to meth meth uh, Kevin Murphy and his setting his truck on fire.
0: <laughs> Deputy said no one was injured, but the fire did cause damage to nearby vehicles and buildings. Uh this is according to the Dorcas Fire Department.
1: Yes! Dorcas.
0: Dorcas. It's D O R C A S, but that's how you say that. So it's definitely yes. Exactly. Take that, you weirdos. And it's uh, Sister
1: County Melorcus, Because <laughs> you can't say Dorcas without Melorcus.
0: Killing me. That was too funny. That was good. Um, Murphy's facing charges of second-degree arson, uh, possession of methamphetamine, and possession of drug paraphernalia, and being so dirt poor, you only had $1. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Here's a uh, Starbucks story. Uh, sometimes you'll go to Starbucks, right, once in a while?
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe about uh, once every couple of weeks. I usually go there to get ground coffee for the, um, for the French press, and if I'm there, I'll pick up a, uh, you know, an almond milk latte or something.
0: Well, if you're ever feeling litigious, apparently you can bring some pretty silly lawsuits against that company. Sweet,
1: uh, all over it.
0: The star Starbucks gift card lawsuit spills into arbitration the uh dispute started at a WeHo starbucks i don't know what WeHo means
1: <laughs> west hollywood WeHo. Oh, west hollywood is that what they call themselves yeah, WeHo? yeah like south south of uh, houston street is soho like all these uh oh, WeHo. we have the okay. rhino district which is the river north oh that's cool yeah what do we have like I don't, know. I don't have anything cool like that let me think uh, about it socal is kind of like that um we call it the 801 <laughs> there you go that's good too
0: well, yeah. technically, that band that you played on the show called it that. And so now they I called
1: call it that. that, but now you guys
0: call I it I love that. it. I think it's ever since I heard yeah. that song, which is a yeah. fantastic song, and I got super yeah. hooked on that band as a result. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I do it all the time now. So people are like, "Reborner?" Oh, yeah. Born and raised in the 801, 801. I'll say. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, anyway, where is it here? Oh. Uh, so here's the deal. You're going to laugh because this is so stupid. A lawsuit filed by a man alleges Starbucks uh, Corporation in 2019 wrongfully denied him. One dollar and 70 cents cash redemption from the balance of his gift card in one of its West Hollywood stores was put on hold by a judge Wednesday due to a dispute whether the matter should be resolved in arbitration or not. Robert Paskey uh, brought the suit into Los Angeles Superior Court on March 12th, 2020, seeking compen- uh, co- compensatory and punitive damages as well as a court order that Starbucks provide cash redemptions for gift cards having a balance of less than $10. So basically it boils down to this. He went yeah. in there, had a buck 70 left on his card. They wouldn't yeah. give him cash equivalent for it. They had to, they said you yeah, got to use is, it for a thing. Uh,
1: when you buy a gift card, it's not the same as cash. You've given that store money in exchange for the promise of having that amount to spend at their store not right. i'll spend half of it at the store and get the rest back in cash please no yeah. that's not how it works no
0: it's not how it works uh but i can't believe he's doing this so he's trying to get it doesn't say how much he wants i guarantee it's more than a buck 70 yeah but just it is buck
1: 70 plus all of his court co- court costs right is yeah. Like yeah. lawyer fees
0: yeah f off f right off with your card with a buck 70 on it a douche nozzle a-hole that's like half a coffee. You're going to get another one anyway.
1: Right. Just buy a coffee and apply the balance to the coffee and you're done. Yeah. What were you going to do with the buck 70? What the hell? Were you going to go, give it to me in quarters.
0: I got to get to the arcade. This is an injustice. Right, how,
1: much is, uh, how much is a cake pop? Oh, too much. How much is a uh, biscotti? Oh, too much. How much is uh
0: <laughs> How much is that? That, I don't know. What else do you even get there? just buy a coffee that's why you were there oh i'm annoyed annoyed by this guy i don't even know him and i'm mad
1: can i buy a new gift card
0: (laughs) yeah what's that (laughs) dollar 70 gift card anyway um other starbucks stores in california have the uh, same practice and the writing on the back of the company's card states that the gift cards are not redeemable for cash so once again these are the terms of service to which you are obliged to follow Quit pretending the government is censoring you and quit pretending your card is important. At I'm guessing
1: because it was a $10 gift card, yeah. I'm guessing it's not something he bought himself. Like, I don't see right. him working at Starbucks. Let me buy a $10 gift card. This is probably something that was included with a Christmas present or an office bonus or something like that. Yeah. That um, And he wants the cash. Yep. It's like, take it up with the person who bought it. You know what I
0: would have done if I would have been if I was the barista at the counter. I think I would have just pulled a buck seventy. I would have pulled two bucks out of my pocket and said, "Keep the change and freaking get out of here, is what I would have done.
3: Mm, yeah,
1: you can still
0: have we the gift card. Here's the
1: money if you're so worried about it. it Save I mean, everybody. Technically, that's what he was asking for. But yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, but he wanted the company to give him money, not uh, the nice barista Scott. Exactly. He always gets his name wrong every time he goes in there for a half calf double. <laughs> Foam extra hot. I'll have mocha caliente. I
0: will have a grande ash mocha frappuccino. And some lettuce. (laughs) Because he's a turtle. Because he's a turtle. That's the joke. That's the joke. He's like a turtle man. Uh, Very well done.
1: Yeah, Bobby, why does uh Mitch McConnell have that uh that grumpy cat face? Because yeah. there's something is he in pain?
0: Yeah, is that no. genetic? Is that uh, is that have we bred that into him? <laughs> What's going on with that face? That's right. Oh uh, I love that. Um all right. Let's move on to uh oh, we have one yeah, we got time for one more story. Um Molly's futuristic robot kitchen assistant can cook up to 5,000 recipes from scratch. Yeah. Look at this thing. I saw that thing. Look at that.
1: Do you want one? No. Okay. (laughs) I feel like I might. We're close to Rosie. I mean, we're getting pretty close to having Rosie. but.
0: uh, Chat room, there's a photo for you. That thing is pretty gnarly.
1: Uh, Yeah, you know where I saw that thing? I think I remember seeing that in... uh, It was called GLaDOS. Uh,
0: (laughs) Right. She was telling you to go jump through some walls while she made food. Exactly, yes. Cake is a lie. There's a whole thing on here, but I'll basically just give you the rundown. At the uh, robotic, or excuse me, they displayed this company, Molly Robotics, displayed the world's first automated robotic kitchen at CES 21, which is happening, well, just is ending now. Mm -hmm. Uh, System features a dexterous robot integrated into a luxury kitchen that prepares freshly cooked meals at the touch of a button and even does the dishes a short time later. At the heart of the new tech are two robotic arms, fully articulated uh, with hands that make the cooking uh, process more flexible uh, Molly Robotics uh, created these two arms in, in uh, partnership with Shuck Company it's a weird name uh, the upper arms are said to be uh, able to reproduce the movements of the human arms quite precisely I don't know how this this yeah, is I'm practical.
1: I'm watching it try to stir some uh, rice and it looks it's all clumsy but yeah. uh, you know what I'm going to go ahead and make a note here huge success yeah huge success
0: well done. I get the reference very good.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh so if you want a robotic kitchen,
0: CES twenty one found it for you. It's um uh, robotic it risotto. Yeah.
1: That's the question. Yeah.
0: And I'm sure this is super cheap. Like cost barely a dime.
1: Oh yeah, it's something like uh, thirty thousand thirty thousand to fifty five thousand pounds. Yeah. So whatever that uh translates to. Yeah, it's ridiculous. and what are you supposed to do? Like this thing looks like it just takes up so much of your kitchen. I mean it's it's hanging from the ceiling, but um you know, I mean, it doesn't know you're right next to it when it's swinging that knife around after <laughs> chopping some celery.
0: Yeah, this needs to have like proximity sensors and stuff yeah. so it doesn't you don't die. Also, exactly. it knowing where all these ingredients are are all based on mm-hmm. where the ingredients are. So if you right mix it up and put you know salt where the sugar well, should be,
1: exactly. This thing's not. I think it know. puts. Uh, yeah, that beef stroganoff doesn't look good. And then they just like dump the. They really, this robot dumps the rice into a thing like it's right there in the video. You can watch this robot dump the rice into a thing.
0: There are many flavors you can get
1: (laughs) (laughs) away from the (laughs) D'Arno.
0: Oh, it's so stupid! All right, we're gonna take a break when we come back. My sister Wendy will be here, we're gonna do a little therapy Thursday. She's got a great topic. And uh, we're going to discuss it. Come on back for that. Before that, though, musical break with Brian Ibbitt's selection of music from his music selection. Brian.
1: So when I see a song come across my desk, uh, an indie musician song sent to me, and it's called Creep, I think, oh, is it a cover of the Radiohead song? No. Oh, is it a cover of the uh, TLC song? Nope. Okay. So immediately I'm thinking, oh, another song now called Creep? Like, we needed another one? Mm. But then I listen to it. And I got to say, I'm, I'm hooked. Mm. Um, this is performed by Sydney Sherwood. Uh, she's got a brand new uh, EP coming out called Headspace. Comes out at the end of February. And uh, this is the first single from it. Um, it's created by Jared Dillon of Red 13 Studios. And this first single off of her EP, as I mentioned, produced and co-written by Brian Craddock, who's the guitarist of Daughtry. The band Daughtry, named after the guy Daughtry from American Idol. Um, This thing is great. It's a really, really good song. So I'm all right with another Creep. Let's bring it on. Sydney Sherwood from her brand new album, Headspace. Here is Creep.
0: talk to you about our friends at blue chew that's right the sponsored episode is from blue chew blue chew brings you the first chewable with the same fda active ingredients as viagra and cialis Eh, that's something we could all use a little more of right now right you know what i mean you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed guys blue chew.com that's blue like the color blue you can take them anytime day or night even on a full stomach so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Blue Chew is made in the USA. It's prescribed online by licensed physicians so you don't have to go to the doctor or wait in line. It's even cheaper than a pharmacy. And they prepare and ship them right to you in a discreet package. No awkwardness. And you don't need to leave the house. If you could benefit from where, I don't know, the confidence matters. Blue Chew is the fastest way to enhance your performance. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit bluechew.com and get your first shipment free. When you use our special code TMS, just pay $5 shipping again. That's B L U E blue. Like the color blue chew.com slash TMS. Blue chew is the better, cheaper choice. And we thank them for sponsoring the show.
4: Chicks auto home power shave has two cords, one for home, one for the car. So now wherever you are, you're only a cord's length away from a perfect shave. I don't know how they did that, but I liked it. This is the Morning Stream, the de
0: my favorite of the Fletchers uh, <laughs> 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 <Here it is>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> The greatest Christmas card this year, like all his whole family in a Zoom call. So oh yeah, really.
0: that was great and I loved yes. the in the, the web browser part up top.
1: Yeah, how
0: to Zoom. How to Zoom and like that was a really <laughs> clever thing they did. That was great.
1: It really was, yes.
0: Very well okay. done, Mr. Fletcher. I want to know if that was his idea, her idea, a combination of both or if the kids had anything to do with it. That's what I want to
1: know. I don't know. Both he and Christine have such a great sense of humor that uh, easily could have been either. Yep. Or both. That's true. Scott Fletcher Poor has Indian. one of
0: those cat faces. Until he smiles, you don't know if he's mad at you or not. Oh,
1: no, I know. Yes. Yeah. Uh, it's it's. Uh, he's got bitchy resting face. Bitchy yep. resting face Fletcher is what we uh, call him.
0: I also have it. My daughter has it. My sister, Wendy, does not have it. She has helpful person face. When she's resting, Aww. people see her and go... Do you work here? Do you know where the uh, pots and pans are in the Walmart?
1: <laughs> well, she shouldn't go into a Best Buy wearing a blue T-shirt and khakis. Yeah, never. Never that's, do that. That's what I'm saying. we to a Target. Yeah. By the way, really quickly, uh, for those of you who haven't, haven't found out yet, the pinball festival in Texas that we were planning on going to, for obvious reasons, has been canceled and pushed to 2022. But we still have our reserved room and flight and all that stuff for it. So plan on, plan on it.
0: Yeah. I think we by then it. maybe things will be great, and I would love to go to that mm-hmm. thing. That would be awesome. Yeah. But before it's all just,
1: that. It, everyone expected it, but we decided to make let's make it official and make yeah. sure people know.
0: Seems about right. right. Knows Wendy. Welcome to the program, my sister, but more importantly, a therapist and someone who comes on the show every Thursday and helps us out with our own problems. Wendy, welcome back.
5: Hi, you with your own problems?
0: Yeah, we got our own problems. Speaking of problems, man, we tomorrow's a weird day cuz uh our mother, your my mother, your mother, our mother is uh going into get mother. major surgery. She's having uh brain surgery, although the surgery is to remove something that isn't necessarily in her brain or on her brain. It is pushing on her brain, but it's coming yeah. from the outside in uh from from her skull. And, um, our mom is not a spring chicken these days. She's 82 years old and tomorrow she gets the surgery and also about five days of <clears throat> in-hospital recovery and then probably some home, uh, assisted stuff. But I've been trying to find out what's going on, but I don't even think they're, le- they're going to let us see her like at all.
3: Mm-hmm. So yeah. This, yeah.
0: it sucks. I don't know what to do. Like I'm, I'm trying to think what I can do and there's really, I mean, what I'm, what, what can I do? <laughs>
1: I can't do anything. Yeah, Except, I mean, Tina's yeah. dad. Tina's dad uh, uh, has been having chemo or finished up his chemo treatments right at the end of end of the year last year, and had to go to all those alone. Like we couldn't go with him. His wife couldn't go with him. Like he just basically had to sit in the chair alone, which sucks. That
0: does suck. So yeah. I don't know. Not that that's today's topic, but I don't know if I've ever felt quite this uh, useless. You know in a situation like this cuz normally in nor- in a normal time all of us would be taking yeah. tomorrow off we would all be at the hospital arriving with her signing her in talking to her before they wheel her off like we would be having all of these these things and, and we can't do it it's just yeah. dumb. it's dumb i hate it i hate it it is dumb it seems it like it
5: is it is dumb I, I, and i mean i i would be there and i told Misha, i said Well, if Things look go south. You gotta I'll get on a plane, but I need someone to tell me. I'm like yeah. I don't you know what I mean? Yeah, we gotta keep And then the I can form. only see her if she's dying because then I'm gonna get her COVID. I, you know, it's such a
0: Right. I, I hate it. It's hate so it. effed up. And the the big my biggest uh thing I'm trying not to do, it there's a tendency, maybe today's a little about this. So you tell me if this leads into that or not. But there is a feeling I have of when I think about, okay, we can't see her, we can't do this, can't do this, I get very resentful that we as a people, <laughs> as a nation, couldn't, couldn't be better at this. Well, plenty of other yeah. countries in similar situations in terms of uh, population and everything else did do this. So why couldn't we freaking do this and do it much earlier so that not just me, but hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people affected by just stuff... Like my mom's thing, like someone having a heart attack, like somebody fell down the stairs, like whatever it may be, that we could all we could at this stage be be with them like we could have done it, but we didn't Mm -hmm. freaking do it. And so part of me wants to blame everybody who didn't try very hard. Mm -hmm. And obviously that's going to get me zero (laughs) distance, any direction like I'm not going to get anywhere with that kind of feeling in my guts. But but it's hard not to it's hard not to feel that way. You know, we tried really hard. We still are. We're still being like ridiculously careful. Uh constantly turning people down for like, you know, Kim's all of Kim's friends their little flock of friends are like, "We should have girls night. We'll we'll mask up and go to this place that has nice airy room in it." And Kim's like, "No. <laughs> I've got a grand- a uh, grandson. I got stuff. I don't want to. I'm not going." Uh <laughs> Scott's or yeah, Scott's mom's about to get brain surgery. We're not going cuz we don't know what that looks like yet. Like we're still being good, and everybody's not, and it makes me mad. So, anyway, does that lead to our discussion, Wendy, or no?
5: Actually, uh, let me say this though, um, and maybe this is like my my inner chipper silver lining part of me. Um, but she, and maybe it's because I spent uh, twice in my child rearing experience, I got two kids with birth defects that were the best version of a birth defect you can get. And Mm -hmm. I think mom has the best brain tumor you can get. (laughs) And maybe I got to stop doing that. But it really is. It's one of those slow growing. um, The only reason it got discovered is because she started to have some effects from uh, it's a size of an orange pushing on her brain, which is kind of insane that the brain can just sort of compensate for that long. Yeah while something grows in there. Oh, that's crazy. Well, because me. the anyway,
0: doc- doctor said like what, like 12 years this thing has been
3: growing four, or something? Yeah,
5: I think it's more than that, but yeah. um, And there, that's the, you know, there's a type of tumor that is like that. It's just so, so, so slow and you just wouldn't know it's there until yeah. there's some kind of effect from it, you know? Right. Um, you know, my, my sister-in-law had a, a similar type of brain tumor, but it was in a very different place. So it was very problematic, but it's similarly not cancerous and then slow, slow growing. And, I think she probably had as a child and then it sort of started causing problems at 26. So yeah, I mean, that sounds dumb, but I'm glad it's that. And
0: I guess I am too. Like there are there, that's the other thing you're, you're forced, you have to force yourself to do in all of this is go, well, you think I have it bad. And then just look around you. Like there are, there are people in way harder situations. um, Whether it's this, this sort of thing or uh, you know, somebody with full blown, all inside their brain cancer and they're 32 and, uh, have four little babies that they can't take care of. Now, like there's a lot worse situations yeah. out there and I'm trying to remember that all the time. And then, then I'll look over at Cam, and I'll, you know, she's upset and crying because her sister has stage four cancer and is now dealing with all of that stuff. And another reason for her to be careful because she needs to be around in case something goes, goes south. But here's the thing. If they does, if something does go south, what am I supposed to do? You know what I mean? Like, do I run over to St. Mark's hospital where I think I was born by the way, that's a weird thing, uh, where they're doing the surgery. And do I just go over there and demand to see my mom or like, what do I do? I can't. Right. They'll just say, sir. I
5: don't know. And I don't know what people have. I mean, the other aspect of coming in at this stage of the game with COVID is hospitals. I mean, if they're not overrun, which is happening everywhere. Um, They have protocols and ways to do things maybe differently than at first, right? At first it was, I mean, before we knew it wasn't uh, as contagious on surfaces, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And other factors and like nurses wearing garbage bags because they didn't have protective gear. I, I mean, we're at a different stage in that regard. So I would assume they'd have some type of, here's the protocol. You can come in and say... Whatever. Goodbye. But that can't happen because I have a three hour flight. So you just stand on top of it. Scott, let me know.
0: Yeah, I will. I don't know. You know, they're going to, I assume we have to rely on, I wish I had direct contact with the doctors themselves. Maybe I need to figure out a way to finagle that because right now, John's the keeper of the, of the crypt, right? Like he's got,
3: Mm
5: -hmm.
0: he's my layer and that's a bat. it's a, it's not a great layer. It's kind of a rickety, uh, got some holes in it.
5: 89 year old layer. Yeah. An 89 (laughs) year old layer.
0: Uh, he doesn't have a tumor. But boy, does he have a rumor. And I couldn't find a good word that rhymes. But anyway, the point is, uh, he's a little hard to deal with when it comes to that. So I'd like to get a little less filtered uh, view on it. And maybe between Misha and I, we can figure that out today. But I don't know. Anyway, it's one of those things. But you had uh, texted me last night and said, hey, what if we talked about um, this idea or this problem that we have as human beings that other people's experiences aren't valid or real or aren't happening unless we are experiencing them. Or Uh,
5: have had experience with it. Yes, exactly,
0: or have had some sort of experience with it. It's kind of like, um, I always think of this, I know this is morbid and I apologize for bringing it up again because I think it makes me look kind of stupid, but when I see a movie or a cartoon, uh, a cartoon, let's say, because I've just been watching a bunch of old Looney Tunes to kind of make me feel like I'm a kid again, and when somebody gets their head cut off, my first thought is, isn't, ha, that's funny. Their head was cut off. My first thought is, I wonder if people whose family members have had their heads cut off can't watch this. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like if you're, let's say you're somebody who had uh, an, a, a journalist or an American uh, uh, contractor in the Middle East and they were grabbed by ISIS and they were in one of those beheading videos or something. A horrible, horrible thing, right? Can they ever, that can never be, ha ha, that's funny in this Halloween movie, a guy got his head lopped off or ho, 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 somebody made a video that made it look like they're holding a severed head in the air, but it was just a camera trick. And like, that's gone for them, right? Like that's, that disembodied humor that can be had can't be had for them anymore because it's immediately 100% associated with a real life horrific tragedy for them. And I always think about that when I see that, even though I've not had anybody I know have their heads taken off. There's just something about it. Or even if you just hear like a an old movie and the queen goes off with their heads, all you can do is go, well, there's another movie I can never watch again. I don't know. I always think about that. Sorry. That's a little bit of a side note about mine. Yeah,
5: no, It's very much related, right? Cause there's a, a level of empathy that we all. Okay. So everybody listening is like, Oh, Scott and Wendy's mom is getting brain surgery. If they like us at all, if they don't, what are you doing here, by the way? Um, but if they like us at all, yeah. go save yourself some time. Yeah. Um, if they like us at all, they are feeling some empathy probably, right? Like, oh, that's sad or that's hard or something, you know? Right. Or they're like, oh, that's right. You know, it doesn't have to be in deep. They don't have to have had a mother with a brain tumor um, for them to then, like, get it, right? Right. So there's some of that. But notice the key word here was that they like us. Mm -hmm. So if they didn't like us, let's say I was, I'm not going to name any names, but I'm a person that they don't like. Okay. And I'm like, my mom has a brain tumor and what, I mean, what does a troll say? What does somebody who's trying to harm me think? Or you know what I mean? They'd go cry more lib. Yeah, if you libtard. That's exactly what they would do. <laughs>
0: yeah.
5: So for example, so you got to So so here's the thing that's the conundrum for me as I'm trying to wrap my head around a few things. First of all, let me just say I keep saying storming the castle when I mean to say storming the capital. That keeps happening. Oh, um, wow. All
3: right.
5: And I also keep doing like this weird giggling thing <laughs> like I'm doing it right now. Uh, uh. (laughs) where I am talking about sort of horrible things. I think it's because, like, every single client, we have to have a conversation about how they're feeling and are they safe and where do they live and, you know, that kind of stuff. Or people out of the country who are, like, really scared when they watch what happens here because, you know, a giant doesn't walk around and not rumble the ground, right? And so when the giant... is a hot mess. It's scary for everybody. Right. Right. So anyway, I'm spending a lot of time in these conversations and I've just taken to giggling and it's, it's very weird, adaptive, maybe not so adaptive. Is it working
0: though? (laughs) Like you feel like that's a, it's a coping
5: mechanism. It's actually, I'm not, it's not like I'm giggling at the top, like as I'm anything specific, it's just like we have a conversation then I just start laughing. It's weird. Anyway, Mm. everyone's worried about me now and you should be, but anyhow, (laughs) um, that idea though of like, what is the deal when you can't watch somebody else behaving in a particular way and relate to it at all? What do you do? Well, if you, if you like them or already feel connected in some way, so maybe it's, you share a similar element of a tribe together. You, our brains do these really interesting things where they make excuses for, or so for example, if you listen to any of the Republicans uh, yesterday talking
0: Oh, at the, uh, uh, the yeah trial thing, yeah.
5: There, there is a common theme. They would say something sort of like, "Oh, this is terrible," and then they'd use the word "but," and then they would say whatever else they were going to say. Um, and if you're listening to that, and they're your tribe, you're like, "Right, exactly." There's those other things. I mean, yes, it is horrible, but also, you know, like there's, you're just going to relate to what they're saying or doing because they're they're matching. Maybe your already established belief, or they look like you, or remind you of somebody or like your connection there, right? Um, they're the party that you like or whatever. Um, and then the others just sound crazy and then vice versa. So there's this thing that, that occurs. So we've spent time on the show before talking about the sort of biological imperative to belong to a group, um, and to feel safe that way. Um, but I want to take it away from politics because that's just low hanging fruit, really, sure, sure. Um, and towards like us individually when we are interacting with others around and, and especially online, right? Because your your connection is so spread. Thin. it's basically you follow them. <laughs> That's yeah. the only connection you actually have. Right. Um, but there's a perception that there's obviously a lot more a measure, you know, right. They don't know you. Um, let's say you're following somebody famous or whatever, but you are like uh, aware of what they did on Tuesday. And you know what they ate for dinner and you know stuff about their life. So there's this connection and these, these things that happen, but then something occurs and you don't get it. So do you guys have an example? Actually, let's work from something practical. Okay. Do you have an example where you just don't get why someone has done something? It
3: mm-hmm.
5: doesn't have to be super dramatic. Um, and and it is based on the fact that you've never had that experience
3: um,
0: like be, I mean, it's hard because
5: I'm trying it, to think of something innocent. Right right
0: right, 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 yeah. yeah. The last couple of weeks, is, it, it, it,
1: it's hard right it's, now. It's to, hard do to do think because, about something that's not yeah. in the last couple right. of weeks.
3: Yeah. 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 Right, right.
0: <laughs> um, I got a, I'm sure i got something here. Um, well, actually, I do have a practical one uh, okay. that's, that's happening right now. Um, he'll probably be mad at me for telling the story. I don't know if he would or not, but Nick's about to move, right? He's moving your direction. And, uh, it's happening on the 21st and it's all, we're getting all prepped. Everything's going fine and everything else. But there is this matter of his lease. He can't just get out of his lease on his apartment. He has to, uh, get someone else to take it, to, to buy the lease. And if not, he has to just pay as if he lived there. So it's just one of those contracts. He can't just get out of it. And so, um, as a result, he's had to, you know, put, put stuff up on Facebook and, other places where people post these sorts of things and t- say that, you know, apartments available, can do showings whenever you need, blah, blah, blah let me know. And he was just really s- sort of slow to get that done. Just really like, oh, I'll get to a- oh, it. I will. It's like a month ago. I was like, oh, I'll do it. Oh, whatever. Like, even already as it is, he's already paying for, he paid for January because he-, he had to. And he's not even there right now. He's in our basement getting ready to move. And so but didn't seem like he was in that big of a hurry to also be ready for February so that when he moved he didn't have to pay for yet another month and he's just sort of like oh work it out it'll be fine like bud you don't have that kind of, you don't have that much money to do this you can't just pay double rent across the country for no reason and it just yeah. didn't so for me this thing you're asking about is this weird disconnect he has with it's fine dad i'll take care of it and then me seeing that he's just not taking care of it Like it's just hanging out there and it's not going to solve itself. And really, it only takes a few simple moves like re-up the post on Facebook. Make sure you put it up on, do the Craigslist listing that we talked about. Make sure you put it up on your Instagram because you got a lot of followers there, a lot of local ones and blah 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 like all this easy stuff to do. And he just thought, oh, I fell asleep last night. I forgot to do it. I'll do it today. Oh, I didn't do it today. I promise, mom, I am doing it, mom. I promise that like that stuff is maybe not exactly what you're looking for. But to me, that stuff seems easy. And I mm-hmm. cannot for the life of me understand why he just what can't the do it. Aversion to
1: just doing it. Yeah.
0: And, and, and I'm not going to yeah. make him because mm-hmm. I, he wants to be treated like an adult and I want him to behave like one. And I'm And I also think it's important not to bail him out because that's the last thing you should do for your kids is mm-hmm. bail them out of things that they need to be responsible for. Right. It and so I'm not going to do that either. I'm not going to do it for him. And neither is Kim. So instead, we're just sort of like, are you going to do it? Are you going to Instead, it? you
5: are doing something for him. You're his constant reminder.
0: Yeah, which is, which is, we've had this discussion, actually. We're like, how much of that is is too much even then? Like, at some point, we just have to let him wear the monkey and not. He
5: wait. just needs to pay rent in two places across the country <laughs> for a month or two.
1: <laughs> then he's going to realize it. But, but see, that's where I'd have a hard time, you know having them learn to pick up after themselves because their room is going to smell like garbage versus yeah. Now he's going to be in some financial. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, it's it's,
1: it's got to be the hardest thing. I'm you're doing the right thing, but it's got to be the hardest thing to
0: it's hard. Like part yeah. of me wants you to just say, all right, give me the info. I'll take care of it and I'll pay mm-hmm. your thing and I'll make sure you're this. None of this even touches you. Like part of me wants to do that, but I know that's the wrong thing to do. I yeah. know it yeah. is because yep. if i do that the lesson goes goes flying off into the ether and no one learned anything
1: it goes off and hits your microphone and, right. and that's <laughs> actually hurt yeah. I
0: hit my knuckle well
5: he he'll learn he'll have learned something <laughs> yeah he'll have learned that uh his parents will just keep reminding him of things and then when he, he doesn't do the thing that they keep reminding him to do they'll rescue him from the consequences of the thing yeah. right
3: mm-hmm. we're not going to But
5: do. here's where this ties into the topic is that your Interest here is actually because you've been a few places in your life you know how life works you've been an adult for a while <laughs> you've you've paid your proverbial two rents at the same time you know what mistakes cost and how what pain they are yeah and you're just trying to help him skip over all of those experiences because you know better and I get it now it 's not saying that's a bad inclination right of course, not. Of course we don't want people to suffer yeah. But you, but this is kind of the opposite. You do have actual empathy, and he's your kid, and it's connected to you. So th- this is this would be like if you um, I don't know how to flip it, but but it is because it's based off your own experience, right, correct? Right. And just you know better, like you know how the world works, yeah. and so that is hard yeah. to just watch someone flounder a little bit yeah. when you know how the world works and you could just tell them. Mm-hmm. But there's the irony, right? Telling someone doesn't ever work.
0: <laughs> it's, it's the great, it's the great paradox of parenting.
5: Because it is the, it the is. entire
0: thing with parenting is that you, because of your experience, you are suited <clears throat> to help raise this thing, this person. But because of that experience, you have a pr- you have a prowess as a parent because of the experience, but also because of that experience, you are paralyzed at times because the only reason you know is because you had it. It's not because mm-hmm. dad said. Now, be careful with your money, son. It's not, that's not why I'm, I, I know that this is a bad thing for him to do. I know it because I had my own experiences that taught me that. Like, I'm sure my dad told me that all the time, but I wasn't really listening <laughs> or I didn't really, you know, I'm just I like, whatever, dad, move on. I, so I know all, I know it's such a paradox because I not only know that, but I also know that I know that. Is that, if that makes sense? Like yeah. I have the perspective mm-hmm. of pull it out and go. Right. Well, yeah, he has to. This is his journey, not mine, and I can't, I can't oversteer here. I can support and 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 that sort of thing from afar. But sometimes supporting is not supporting. Some of it. Sometimes it's saying, "All right, well, good luck." (laughs) That's hard.
5: Yeah, exactly that. And here's the thing too: is that of course you love your kid. This is not even related to love. It's related to. And and here's where this is applicable to all of us, and even if we're not parents, that our experience informs our opinion our experience informs the way we view the world so when i have nothing but positive experiences in a person you know with a particular person or a group of people or in a, you know a company that i have nothing but they've been so responsive to me blah 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 i just have all good to say right like it feels fine so then when someone comes along who isn't white or Or isn't cisgendered or isn't, you know, has having a very different world experience from me. And this company they felt discriminated by, or they didn't get some of the benefits I don't even notice I'm getting. And then they say it out loud. I gotta now understand how my brain works, right? So my own experience is telling me that what they're saying is not true. Like how is that even possible? Right? Right.
3: Right. Mm Well.
5: But then how do we bridge, it's an intellectual gap, right, of like the parts of us that like the things we have and the privilege we've experienced and even unaware of it. Like to have that challenge threatens a little something, right? So so for example, Nick is just being Nick in the context of his parents living in the same place. Nick has yet to experience Living over here, yeah. where he it can't call you guys every two seconds and have you run over and do something. Not that that's what it is, but right. that option yeah. is gone. Right. Yeah, right. So he's going to develop. I was going to say tentacles. That's a weird thought, but anyway, something <laughs> you are now that helps him Tentacles.
0: <laughs> my- <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for his tentacle
5: stage. Uh, bristles, gristle, gris, grit. That's the Gr- word. Anyway, gristles. just something. Yeah, there you
3: go. Sure. Right.
5: That like. He's going to have to spend some time and energy becoming more independent. And what that actually looks like is not easy. And, and most of us don't choose that stuff necessarily. No. There's a lot of people who do though, like they'll find the hardest thing they can do and make sure they do it. Right. But yeah. very often it's like we're comfort driven, driven and safety driven. And so he's going to have, he's going to grow up into a different person than maybe he's even expecting, but he you know, your, your experience and his are going to be different. This is the age old father, son, mother, daughter thing too, which is, you know, my experience was this. And so shouldn't my kids be close to this, especially if it was positive or even neutral. Right. And then of course, if it's negative, we are trying to save them from that. Now it's not to say you don't give your kids some advice here or there or try to steer them, of course, but you're done raising him. Yeah. Like, you're way done. Yeah,
0: I may not be (laughs) done influencing him, but that's different. It's not the same. Very different.
5: Absolutely. And you're still creating, you know, that there's love and security and all the good things, right? Like, none of that is done. But the other stuff of, like, you know, he's got to, the rest of the raising is going to be done by him. Yeah. And so, take this, go back to my analogy with other people, though. So, taking away from parenting, do either of you have sort of thoughts on, like, maybe if you've been smacked in the face with the moment where you realize like your own experience is so different from someone else's and you've missed it or have you doubled down on like, well, in my day or, you know, whatever version of like you're right. And someone else must be wrong because I have not had that experience.
0: Um, well, Brian, I've been pretty yappy. Do you have anything that jumps to mind for you?
1: I don't, I've been, I've been wrecking my brains trying to think of, um, uh, of something comparable and, uh, It's either politics based or it's, you know, some (laughs) some very tender topics right now. With yeah, uh, don't do that. (laughs) and her brother.
0: That you know. Sure. Well, here's the funny thing about you, though, in particular, Brian, is something I've admired from afar, which is you don't get all up in other ducks
1: back uh, lifestyle (laughs) like
0: that. But you don't get all up in other people's business. If somebody's Mm -hmm. doing a thing, you're like, cool, go do your thing. Like you're you're not. You don't get wound up about somebody going to, you know, even if it's completely right. the opposite of you, you sort of have a like, well, I, okay. And you're and off- it's
1: gotten me into, it's gotten me into trouble with people thinking that either I don't care or that I don't, um, that I don't pay enough attention to them to care about what they're doing. You know what that's what, what I'm trying to say there. Sure. Um, but no, it is. Yeah. It is that I'm, I'm fully of the belief. And this is one of the few things that I did, carry over from my stepdad is, um, this kind of let, let, uh, other people be, or let it be, oh God, (laughs) uh, yeah, now I get that. But that is what it is. I mean, it's, you know, um, a, you don't know what's going on in somebody else's head kind of approach. I don't know how this applies, if this really applies to what we're talking about, but you don't know how the other person is thinking or feeling or what's causing them to do the thing that they're doing. So you've got to kind of let them do it. And if they need your advice, if they need your input, then you step in and you, you, um, you get involved. Kind of a live and let um,
0: live sort of thing. It's kind of like how, like my dad used to be that he used to say that to us. We go to a restaurant Mm -hmm. and we get terrible service and he'd say, now it's okay. We don't know what they, they had. We don't know how they're doing. We don't know anything about, That waiter, he may have had a real hard life or all you know, he'd say things like that. Right. Meanwhile, my mom would be like,
1: This is the worst service I've ever had. Send this back and please. (laughs) I'm somewhere I'm somewhere between the two because I will complain about the service, and but I'll do it in a way that is like I'm inviting them to 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 improve (laughs) well not just improve (laughs) let me allow you a way to improve and not be so horrible at your job no i invite it's it's a way that welcomes a yeah you know what we just got slammed two people didn't come in today that sort of thing so it's not like i go and say oh my god your service is shit today Mm -hmm. i'll say you you guys are a little bit slower than usual. Is everything all right? You know, I give them basically the, yeah. Uh, Kelf, Kef is puts it perfectly inviting them to contextualize. Yeah. So, so basically giving them the opportunity to say, yeah, this is what's going on in, in this world right now that yeah. you may not be aware of. And so I won't, I won't let somebody walk over me, but I will give them the opportunity to explain why they're stepping on my toes. Yeah. I've had some situations
0: like confrontations online where somebody will have a very strong opinion that I disagree with to the point that I just completely like just kind of blow up on them Mm -hmm. and then they'll come back with additional details and then and then there have been times where I have to just sort of swallow my pride and go they're actually right here or, or I was too wrong or I was yeah. too, I, I came in too hot and I didn't know about this or I didn't know about that. And I, and I try in those situations to go back and say, you know what? You're totally right. I screwed that up. That's totally my bad. I don't have a problem doing that. I don't have a problem admitting when I've done something wrong. Totally, yeah. But sometimes there's that rage moment where I'm still, I'm still all up in the air on it and I haven't slowed down to see where I was wrong yet. Mm-hmm. But, but as far as like a specific situation where, I don't know, like where, where I'm not empathetic to somebody else's situation. I mean, I I try to be, I don't know. I try to be.
1: The situation with Tina and her brother right now, I'm, I'm trying so hard to see his perspective on it and understand why he's, he's being really mean to, to Tina right now without going into, without going into details and outside of a, of a political thing, which they, you know, he and us are completely on opposite sides on which i'm sure is kind of stemming some of this um but uh but there's there's stuff that he's like i can't imagine ever talking uh to my sister or any member of my family the way he's been talking to tina and it just makes me want to it makes me it does make me want to get involved and say listen you shut the f up and (laughs) yeah and uh yeah so it's
5: yeah, if you get Brian my, to want to say that to you oof it's it's rough you? exactly so
1: <laughs> as much as i've tried to say okay well what could be making him say these things what could be making him uh talk like this to Tina and, and approach things this way it's impossible i cannot think of an instance that would make me Want to talk to somebody? So I I, I run out of empathy right there. That's where.
0: <laughs> yeah. So that answered yeah. so either of these uh, either of us answer your question.
5: Wendy. No, no, you're just ex- <laughs> no, you're you're um you're just illustrating the challenge, right? It yeah. is really hard to do yeah. this.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
5: Um, and to to really get curious enough about someone else when you're triggered is really really hard. Um, I think, I think, uh, I mean, for me personally, I read a story about one of the guys who stormed the castle and I mean, it, I don't know if it was the way they wrote it or if I was actively attempting to, to-
0: you said castle again, by the way, I just want to, point
5: I know out. Yeah. I'm never changing. Oh, you're just going to keep it.
0: Okay. Fun. All right.
3: I like, it. I like
5: <laughs> it. Yeah. Um, and just his story and just this sort of difficult, um, life and, the, the elements of his life that led him to that moment and his relationships that have all crumbled and how just becoming more paranoid and more virulent in his views have sort of led him to a place where he just like busted it and destroyed things inside the Capitol little building of the United States of America. Mm-hmm. And, and there was, it was empathy building, right? It helped me go, oh, there's the context. That's who this person is. All right, there's some even like, compassion there. Um, but you know, real hard to do when you're just watching clips of it, right? right. Or really hard to, to, to wrap your head around. How is this possible that you think that's okay or that this makes sense to you or, you know, whatever. So, yeah. so it, politically, I think it shows up in such obvious ways that we just maybe have never walked in someone else's shoes or we can't perceive the world the way they have perceived it. it just doesn't make any sense to us. And so it's scary. And yeah. like legitimately scary, or than normal, it has been at least in our lives, where you are like, I don't get it. I and the parts of us don't want to get it because that feels worse, you know. So we're we're really conflicted. But even if you pull this into your your personal lives, I have no doubt. Like when you're talking about Tina and her brother, that an underlying fomenting of emotional stuff is happening for everyone. I mean, have you been to a target lately where you like somebody drops something and the whole room jumps a foot? Like nobody is okay. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And and here's the thing about white, white people not knowing if other white people are on their team for the first time. So that's fascinating. Yeah. That's an interesting Um, uh,
0: psychological dive. Sure.
5: I felt that way when I moved here, actually, I was like, I'm surrounded by white Americans who some of i mean they look swedish a little but i know what swedish swedes think i don't i don't know who these people are it was very bizarre anyway so no. i feel like that's a new th- element and then there's just underlying people are watching and feeling and experiencing their own things like our capital is all boarded up because there's plans for it to be attacked open mm-hmm open plans. Mm-hmm. And I have friends that live down there that need me to bring them some food because they can't get into a grocery store for five miles. Like that's <gasps> mm-hmm. real
3: mm-hmm.
5: right now. And then you say, so how's your marriage doing? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> or how's your, how is this discussion about, uh, you know, with this interfamily need that is totally not related to politics. It's going to leak into that because mm-hmm. it's sort of top of mind or emotionally has, has riled so many people up. Um and so like here's a perfect example. I talked to Misha and she says, So are you gonna get a gun now?
3: <laughs> really?
5: Because <laughs> you know, civil war. I said, Misha, first of all, <clears throat> I'll never get a gun.
3: Yeah.
5: I'll move back to Europe first. Yeah. So there's my promise. But also like, I think you've miscalculated how many like really good folks still live around here <laughs> yeah. and are doing yeah. their best. And are you know, everyone's a little upset and s- concerned, but not all of us have lost our minds, right? Like it feels a little that way. And that's, Mm -hmm. you know, that's the challenge. And, and, and I'm telling you left and right, I am watching marriages just, I mean, the strain and the, the dynamic of first of all, you're, you know, kids are in your house trying to go to school, which of course isn't working. And, you know, all of the underlying is the worst possible thing for relationships. Yeah. So this is where it's tricky to do this curiosity work or to to really check your own biases or pay attention to the parts of you that rise up when somebody says a certain thing, when it feels like, you know, you're walking on lava. So that was hopeful. Uh, let me end with... <laughs> I don't know. No, this I don't is know. good. This I, is good. It's hard.
0: This is really it's good. Really like, uh, you know, I start to just, just to, you know, some of the people that storm the cap I'm sorry the castle oh, I'll start talking like you uh, the the shaman guy you know the oh, yeah. QAnon oh, shaman Jetty. guy
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he, he we Jetty. had
0: a whole story on the show earlier uh, here where, where it has been very easy for us to just reduce this dude down to a conspiratory dude who believes everything he's told and has made it a lifestyle really and adhered himself so to it so tightly that he cosplays for it um, and that the story that came out that when he, now that he's in detention, they arrested him. He's in detention awaiting his, his stuff. He, uh, wouldn't eat because none of the food there's organic. And his mom had to report to the press that he's basically starving himself because he can't eat the, he has to have organic food. And it's easy to hear that and go, what a wuss. Who's the snowflake now? (laughs) And we did it here. We had a story about it and we made some pretty good fun of that guy. And I still say some of that's justified, given, oh, uh, what, given what he I'm was up I'm having a hard to.
1: time finding any of it that's not, but okay. Yeah, but that's my <laughs> whole justified. point. That's
0: my whole point yeah, is we yes. have to figure out a way to see that ridiculous stuff is there for sure. And the problems are there for sure. And he is in detention for a reason and needs to be prosecuted on the federal crimes he's charged with. And all that stuff needs to happen. Accountability, accountability. But it is possible for me on a personal level to dig down deep and go, all right, what's what's really the problem? Like where where in his life did this go south? And do I understand any of that? Do I have any of that contextualization that that waiter will give Brian at a restaurant? No, I don't. I don't have any of it. I don't know mm-hmm. when he went full shaman. I don't know when that was. He's only 33. So maybe it happened in his 20s. Maybe he had a real rough time. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. I know <clears throat> what he did was wrong. And, just- and I know that, that part's easy. I know what you did is wrong. But then me going to the ninth mile to try to find, to nitpick every single thing about a person's life who I know nothing about is probably not good for me. You know you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm trying. I think you
5: too, you can, it, it is, you, you just hit on a really important point, which is it's, this is, it's just easy to be lazy, right? Yeah. It's just easy to, I mean, we have stereotypes, we have quick, judgments, all of those things are brain-saving energy. Mm -hmm. And this is what I'm getting at, is there is a biophysical manifestation of the efficiency of brains going on, Mm -hmm. right? And its favorite tool, which is fear, right? So fear is an old friend for everybody, right? And when life goes too swimmingly, then brains, you know, our amygdalas are like, all right, what else is terrifying? Okay, let's make up something, Right. And but when things are really kind of scary around us, it's just easier to see the, that and foment the fear and, you know, be reactive to that. And and th- which is why when, you know, um, Mr. Rogers says, look for the helpers, that is a radical brain concept. Yeah. It really is. Mm-hmm. That's why it is so invaluable. Right. Which is like, really look around, look around after the fear has, you know, settled. W- what do you see? And it's most people. It really is. Whether whether they agree about certain things or not. In the end, I know my super Republican neighbor who can fly his Trump flag, if I knock on his door and say I need help, he's going to help me. Yeah, It's just weird. We're yeah. humans are weird. We are weird. Right? And something to be really clear on is that this didn't come. I mean, I've always said, you know, Trump is a symptom of the real America, like the stuff that we really struggle with, the fact that we call ourselves a melting pot and we haven't ever melted actually. And, you know, lots of things like that, but there, you know, it, he he was like putting a fuse to a bottle rocket in a bottle, (laughs) right? Like there, there was a lot more that he did. And and here's where this, maybe uh, this is just my therapy at this point. Sorry, everybody. You love Trump. (laughs) I apologize. But is is this, which is that what he said in his final ramp them up rally before they storm the castle or sorry said before obviously <laughs> yeah what he said after i think it was his last tweet maybe maybe i'm wrong um where he said we love you you oh, it was the special video special.
0: it was the video yeah. so he put out this video that was like oh, was the, video. the the rush right. together sort of not scripted video and he said we'll never accept defeat but go home we love you mm-hmm. <laughs> we you're great. Like, yeah, it was a weird. Was a no, weird he
5: said thing. the words you're special.
0: Yeah, you're special.
1: Mm-hmm. You're special.
0: So
5: yeah. all I hear there, and, I, and I'm and i just going to say this from like from every individual I've ever met, ever. And when I they let me dig into their psyche, everybody needs to know they're okay. And then like the American Western version is the word special, right? Mm-hmm. We all are. Um, Luke Skywalker, who is nothing on a planet and ends up being the most important thing in the world, right? Like that right. speaks to all of us. Right. And so to use that kind of language to say, we love you and you are special. He has, I mean, it isn't like he's, I know he doesn't read books very much, but it is that if he read the dictator's handbook, right? It is very much about creating a, a bond and a connection that isn't Simply like I have good ideas. Why don't you follow me? Right? There's so much more to it. And my my really my first thought was, oh poor Eric. He's probably never said that to him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh mm-hmm. yeah, I guarantee Eric and Don <laughs> Junior never hear that kind of language. No, Maybe right. Ivanka, anyway, but- so
5: that was to me the like the really alarming part. And so when I read this story about the guy with the horns, or I read this story about this other man, I think you're loved and special. Oh my gosh, <laughs> that's what this ultimately is. There is this just. And this is away from the ideas, right? Like yeah. you can disagree on how to spend tax money, or if the government role in this or that is a good thing. I, all of that is like on the surface, but this level of sort of, you know, other countries have experienced this before. This is not new in human history, right? Um, but it's kind of new for us. But yeah. there is this, like, I see you. I mean, he wouldn't get within ten feet of any of them in real life, right? Oh, no. He's a germaphobe. He
0: wouldn't spend he has five a gold seconds toilet. With, the, with the shaman, QAnon shaman. Not five minutes with that guy. There's no
5: fucking way. Not a chance. <laughs> no But way. to think you are special because someone who's rich and powerful tells you they love you and you're special. Yeah. And you've already spent all this. I mean, it's 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 something. And so I, I think, where are we at? Where There's this kind of hole in many people's lives or – and for those total liberal, same problem. Your mother doesn't love you. I mean, you know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's irrelevant to politics in the end. It's just how it shows up. Is There's just a lot of pain and grief. And I am one depressing person today. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> now I'm going to do a crazy laugh.
3: Ah,
0: <laughs> oh, she did it. But don't worry. There's good news because realsteps.org is now in its phase four expansion or whatever the heck you're calling it. What, phase what,
5: five. Phase this five. This is our fifth five. one. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice. so yeah.
0: happening now. Now, wait, did it, did people already have to be signed up and ready or how, what is, where are we?
5: Yes. Uh, last time I just hadn't quite got the website ready. So it's ready now and that's embarrassing, but it is ready. Now. You just <laughs> go to realsteps.org and you can read all about it. And I also sign up there. Um, I'm stoked. I am just read through my uh, real step. We have a discord channel for real steps and mm. just read through and lots of people are, signing up and excited and i am really excited we have some really fun fun things and and really i mean (laughs) i have to sometimes stop and go wow we did this in 2020 (laughs) what craziness has this been but it's been really nice to have our our group and feel i feel like they're all my friends now it's awesome we're really having a good time and learning how to manage our stuff and feel better it's good so um, sign up we'd love you for you to join us yeah go everyone. check it out
0: there's a sign up link right at the top of the page at realstops.org or you can read through it and then uh, big sign up link at the bottom but the sign ups are happening i'm looking at them right now uh go do it uh, you'll be happy that you did wendy fantastic week uh i hope well i don't know it's fantastic but hey it's a week next week hope uh, you well, have a week yeah you were <laughs> great hope You make but, it uh, to next week yeah and i'm sure we'll talk <laughs> the next day or so when things suss out for mom but uh in between that, uh, we'll look forward to another week with Wendy here on the show. Thanks for being here.
5: All right. Bye, guys. Bye See now. you, Wendy. All right.
0: There you have it. Well, Ryan, after today's heady discussion, <sighs> yes, it's time for us to slink off into the night. But before we do, we got some fan service. Hold on. Fan.
3: Service!
0: This is from... Uh oh! Did I not get the person's name?
1: That would be bad. Uh, no, but his name is Dave. Okay, thank Tell you. Tell him Dave. Yes. Oh, uh, actually, he does say it in the beginning. Oh, it does. Okay,
0: sentence. I thought I, I thought I lost it. Here we go. Hey, shrew and Bell Sprout.
1: Hmm. Oh, You're a, those you're, are.
0: yeah, and you're a Bell Sprout. I don't know what that is.
1: <laughs> I'm a Bell Sprout.
0: That means your nature damage, and no? I'm just guessing here. Uh, yeah,
1: that's I'm um, a grass type. Okay,
0: yeah. you like some sweet yeah. grass. That's what Brian likes. <laughs> It's they don't, Colorado, Colorado. They they don't call on. it grass anymore, do they? Nobody says that anymore.
1: Do they I think yeah, I don't probably the the new generation of uh marijuana smokers probably don't call it grass. Yeah.
0: Seems like it's probably they come over and smoke some grass. <laughs> I feel like that needs to make a comeback, but anyway. It's like, it's like you have to have a denim jacket to call it caress. Yeah, and we're not allowed. Right? This one's made out of cloth of some sort. sort, sort. <laughs> All right, anyway, Dave says he called in, been listening to TMS for years. I've gotten through some rough times uh, like these ones. Anyway, I'm not sure if you're still doing this. We absolutely are. But he mm-hmm. started a fresh YouTube channel. We're trying new drinks and foods, everything from craft beers to new uh, special holiday candies. It's called The Snack Network. We're doing our first live stream next week, and we put it uh, put up our first 20 videos. There's a ton up there already. The uh, Tadpool has done nothing but make me smile for years. I'd love to see some of those faces in our comments. The channel is The Snack Network. You can just go straight to it by going to thesnacknetwork.com. It'll take you right there. Uh, thank you and your amazing audience. Love the show, bro, but it's is it too early to get a
1: fish sandwich? Never too early.
0: <laughs> <Hold on. laughs> hey, 2 hard and get
3: fish sandwich.
1: There he is. <laughs> I like your impersonation of it though. That was just as good.
0: Anyway, so there's that. Uh, we're happy to do that for you, and good luck. I'm going to go check it out myself uh, a little yeah, bit later today. I checked today. it out
1: a little bit this morning. It's a very cool, uh, very cool setup.
0: That's awesome. Uh,
1: beer tasting and uh, something called Kool Aid pickles, which I'd never heard of before. But Whoa, uh,
0: what the heck is that? That sounds.
1: I don't know. It scares me.
0: Sounds southern. To me, so it looks like my wife totally does. Yeah,
1: come over for some Kool Aid pickles,
0: (laughs) dude. These guys are already making like great thumbnails. Where you know, yes, a a good YouTube thumbnail always has your face going right, you get a little title in there, exactly.
1: Oh my god, I've been uh, I've been getting hooked on um miniature painting videos to like get some ideas for shading and highlighting. This is the guy that actually I really dig, and he doesn't do any of that goofy. Uh, put it in the in our show notes right in our fan service um this guy's great i mean his he breaks it down into base colors he starts with a really dark base color and then builds highlights on top of it as opposed to some videos where they start with a medium base color mm-hmm. and then does shadowing and highlighting on it but he starts dark and goes light from that.
0: That's cool. You should start and doing that's some. His, you should do a little series, Brian. Oh, do
1: so. um, I could. People would say it, it basically be teaching people um, how not to do it. And until, <laughs> and, and they would have to tell me, uh, remind me in chat to slow down.
0: I
3: see. Slow. That's down. my biggest
1: problem with doing these minis is um, I want to paint it all now. And I got to slow down. It's like, all right, thin layer, then another thin layer. And another thin layer. That's
0: a good. Um, I need to well, do that more in general. Life's, like it's yeah, exactly. too fast. Everyone slow down. Like this clip says.
2: It just all.
0: Oh, no, that's not it. <laughs> nope, that's not it. <laughs> nope.
1: Slow this sucker down. That's what it. What was that second one? What was that second
3: one with the, the, the high pitched?
0: That's Carter laughing in slow motion. I'll do it again. Oh.
3: Oh. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. that's the best that's pretty good oh, we did all the that. kids
0: one night and recorded them all laughing really hard but one day those oh, will be valuable bits of audio
1: anyway I uh, will I will be able to show the um, I have a Captain Marvel and a Captain America that I think I've finished I don't think I have anything else I want to do to them so yeah. um, I'll be able to send you photos of those guys soon.
0: very nice I'm excited yeah. uh, anyway big thanks to the folks over there at uh, uh, the Snack Network go check it out the dot com.
1: The Snack Network.
0: One of them has like three sets of uh, rock band drums. Can't figure yes, out. Yes, so I
1: know in the background. That's that's Dave. He has, uh, That's a lot. I think he, like this is this is everybody's basement, right? It's like, uh, well, I got the rock band guitar the drums, and then I got the uh, Guitar Hero drums, and he's got three <laughs> sets of the things, or at least two that I can see. That's a lot. He's trying to become the Neil Pert of. Um, <laughs> a <laughs> rock band where he's just surrounded in a circle by drums he's they going to start going upside
3: down <laughs> <laughs> the wall <laughs> yeah exactly okay we've
0: we've finished we've done we've we've done yeah. uh patreon.com/tms for your support please we need it uh, go over there and check it out plenty of uh, great uh, things to get i just sent off artwork for this month and uh you'll be getting that exclusively because no one else gets it so it's over there at patreon.com slash tms along with lots of other rewards please do check it out uh it's looking we had a conversation earlier about the next play day maybe we do that on the weekend of our 10-year anniversary and celebrate that that makes sense as
1: opposed to doing at the very end of the month we do it uh, over the weekend of the 23rd 24th yeah so we'll let you guys uh, know
0: time and all that but uh looking like that'll be that'll be it um, I think we do
1: more uh, among us either, or two. Oh, that's
0: fun. That
1: game. It was such a blast. Yeah.
0: It's really good. The uh, website is slash TMS. Send us your emails, the morningstream at gmail.com. You got questions for Wendy? Uh, we take those here, too. So if you've got a little thing going on in your life you want some advice on, we're happy to field those for her. Again, that is the morningstream at gmail.com. We're done now, but we need song.
1: The morning stream. Play, <laughs> play me a song, Brian, won't you? Okay. Sam Bloomer, a.k.a. Matuba in the chat room wrote in and said, hey, spaghetti and beans. My birthday was on December 6th. Yay. Who cares? Smiley face. It was a huge, (laughs) huge. Oh, I was a huge, huge Jethro Tull fan in my early 20s. This cover is a good one. But any cover of a tall track would take me back to a more carefree, virus-free time. I look forward to hanging out and chat and listening to the silliness every morning while working. Currently, I'm laid off so I can listen to my sweatpants. Hee <laughs> hee. Thank you and shovel the snow, bro. I'm not going to make Scott try and find any sounders like scooters or that chicken sandwich stuff. Oh,
0: man, you really don't. I mean, look, but you you mentioned it. it. So no, deal, No getting around it.
1: Yeah, so this is cool. This is from a two thousand uh, album called "Songs for Jethro," Volume One, and you've got your Aqua Lung, you've got your locomotive breath. Um, I think there's probably a cover of "Living in the Past" on there, so it's all the you know the, the the big songs you know. And then there's this one that he recommended, and I really dig this. I'm not at all familiar with the original version, so I'm just appreciating this for what it is as opposed to what it's a cover of. This is uh, Sylvia Perlini and Gianni Machete and boy you will hear some accents in this with their cover of Jethro Tull's Only Solitaire sitting on a park bench
0: that's all I always think of that's all I can ever think of but uh, that's just me stop uh,
1: running down his nose (laughs) (laughs) we'll be back
0: tomorrow at 3.30 Mountain Time for a Patreon edition of the show if you're a patron you'll get it and if you sign up today you'll get it it's that fast you'll have it by tomorrow so uh, come on back for that that'll do it for us we'll see you then (music)
2: The critics falling over to tell themselves is boring and really not an awful lot of fun. Well, who the hell can he be when he's never had pity and he doesn't even sit on toilet seats?
3: Courteous
2: and never-resting, he must be very cunning to assume an air of dignity and bless us all. Brain hands the is jumping in the air. And every night is the same. And so it must be all a game of just this plane. But you're but wrong. You're Steve. wrong Steve. You see, it's only solitaire.
0: This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this